2: Oh, let's go, baby! Last day, the Nuggets will look like this. You know that. Think about it. It's the last day. The Nuggets will look like this. What they they look look like? We'll find out. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the DMR Nuggets Podcast. There it is. Guys, we have such a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about Brucey e. B. Is he being a silly G down in Little D? We have some A's to your Q's on the other side. Can't wait to get to all of that. We're also going to be power ranking the teams ahead of free agency. Do you
0: want to go to Studio B, dude? Yo, what do, was that? We can do like a one-on-one. <laughs> you guys didn't like the opener? What was
2: that? Is a little wordplay on letters on the alphabet
0: yeah i got
2: that you got that part? you weren't a big fan of it oh
0: jason God. mraz over here i don't know
2: how we're gonna come
0: back from that
2: we're gonna be power ranking the teams ahead of free agency where do the nuggets land and how much do we expect it to change tomorrow this will be a fun exercise because we can come back to it uh in a week's time and be like how much did the nuggets rise or fall based on that and then in that power rankings i don't know if you guys have seen the news the Suns are rumored to be interested in every superstar oh, in yay. the NBA. Somehow they already have three max players, but they're rumored at least two more. Yay. And we'll talk about how many it would take to beat the Denver Nuggets. To help me out, I've got a... Man, I, I'm telling you, I've got a real uh, lively crew here on the panel today. I got Brendan Vote.
0: No, I'm about to turn it on. Watch. Feeling great. Just had a smoothie at Choice Market across the street and what, a salad. Can't hold me today. What'd you go with? I went with the Purple Rain, which is an acai, banana, like coconut milk kind of thing.
2: It sounds good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Coconut, underrated flavor.
1: And then over there, an already annoyed, it's Harrison Wind. I'm just annoyed at this week. This has been the right. longest week of the year. I'm with you, man. How is it not free agency yet? It
2: really is interesting, man. I mean, we talk about this, and this is by, by design, that there really are a lot of different ways to follow the NBA and a lot of different ways. To get, like Some people love it for fantasy purposes. Some people love it because they want to play GM. Some people love the analytics. You know, people like the film study. And we try to provide anything. This is the time of year where it's almost all the fake GMing. Right. The fake like, let's put together a roster. What if they went with this guy or that guy or this or that? And the Nuggets are just not in that interesting of a position, honestly. Quite frankly. I just That don't is think the
1: most interesting when you're a bad team. So interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's the best part of the year when you're yeah. a bad team.
2: Yeah. You could start to trade. What if we made what what are they looking for? This or that. I just right. Denver's options are so limited and obviously some of the early you know our expectations are that there won't be that too much movement. But we have to start today by the latest on Bruce Brown. And it's a little thin, guys. It's a little thin, but there was a report. You want to walk us through it here, Wind?
1: Um, I think the report is just that he's meeting with the Mavs. That's it. Why, I told you it was when thin, free but, agency okay. opens from our guy Tim McMahon. Um, that comes on the heels of Mike Singer reporting that the Lakers are interested and a couple other people jumping on that, that the Lakers are interested. So the interest is um, it's. Rising to the surface. I would say. It's bubbling. So
2: the first there, there was um, the report that, you know, the Lakers can offer that MLE, but there's reports or rumors that there's teams willing to go above that even and, and and go into cap space and offering them something bigger, which is obviously a big detail. And then, of course, you know, that he wants to meet with the Mavs as soon as free agency begins tomorrow. Now, here's my question. There are new rules with tampering, tampering in the new CBA, right, that went out yesterday. There's this new harsher penalties. Did you read it? I mean, I read every every chapter of it. It Was really, it took me a while, but I got through it. Uh, but one part of it I, that has been reported on is that there are these new rules that can even penalize the agent. Usually, a third party in the transaction. What you know, what jurisdiction do you have? But now there's rules
0: that if you get caught tampering, even as an agent, you can be fined and penalized. Does this, like the Phoenix Suns Bradley Beal thing? Are we doing that in hindsight? You know, maybe they got grandfathered that, in. Yeah, they just snuck <laughs> no, in. No,
1: it's totally cool if your CEO is just the son of. A, high-ranking players agent. That's that's kosher. All
2: of that stuff, man. That's kosher in the but, CBA. Um, by the way, I didn't know this, but I was. it was brought to my attention that um, Isaiah Thomas, the old Isaiah Thomas, he was like a well-known tamperer. That, I can that, see that. Well,
0: that, he's currently GMing for a team that he doesn't work for. Somebody told me this. Yeah, exactly.
2: But that's the thing, is if he doesn't actually work their vote,
0: <laughs> How can you tamper? <laughs> That's a great he's point. He's just
2: Ishbia's buddy, man. <sighs> That's a great point. He's just is Ishbia's buddy. By the point. way, I have heard it from reliable sources. You know, you get these mixed reports about, you know, what I've actually heard it from a pretty reputable um, person, not reporting, just talking in conversation. They're like, no, he's like, him and Ishbia are very close. He is the guy that is making moves out there and, right. you know, very heavily. So I know you hear, you know, is he, is he not? I'm told that that it actually is his fingerprints all over a lot of the stuff but to your point he doesn't actually work for the team so you're kind of in that sweet spot where how could you tamper but i was told even at the fine or in the playoffs i can't remember he was caught on camera i can't remember who it was or no maybe I don't remember when it was, but he was caught on camera talking, to, taking the ball from well, Nikola Jokic. No, no, oh, no, that okay. was Ishbia. This, was, this <laughs> is where we're talking about Isaiah Thomas, where he said something to Damian Lillard that was just "Come to Phoenix, we'll work it out," like or something like that. And it was like <laughs>
1: "We'll work it, it out." And it,
2: it was like on a camera where it wasn't even a uh, you know a subtle you know cover the mouth. It's just like he's out there. So allegedly, he's a well-known tamperer.
1: Yeah isaiah thomas is the definition of like a used car salesman like he is a <laughs> slick talker who can probably convince you to do a lot of shit I got, but oh, sorry in the end like will not be able to actually back it
0: up i got really excited when i saw him next to ishbia that night i know yeah, because it was we, we waited because there were bigger fish to fry <laughs> in the moment so true. but that was a beautiful sign Dude. and i did if how can you make new owner syndrome worse Shadow GM Isaiah Thomas. Oh, uh, you're so right. Man. What and a I, treat.
2: I, I think I'm officially on that with Ishbia, where I'm like, hey, he's willing to spend a lot of money, although, one, unclear if he realizes he's spending a lot of money. That's part of this new CBA. <laughs> like A lot of teams, I think, are like, hey, hold on. What is
0: the long-term Do you see the report
2: that... Again, that one sounded more like a rumor, a right? A rumor that, that maybe there's a rift so in the so front so strong,
0: office yeah. about knowing exactly how this second apron works. Um, well, I'll tell you, Isaiah Thomas definitely did
1: not read the sequel. <laughs> no, there's no way. No, he didn't. <laughs> um, but I
2: get back to the tampering thing just sure. to say this. When I saw that report that says plans to meet as soon as free agency begins, we guys, let's not kid ourselves. We all know that there's a lot of tampering. Is that a real meeting? Is that the formal meeting? And how much of these talks have already happened? I kind of assumed that that was. Everybody now is doing the thing where it's like, yeah, he's probably in Dallas, and whenever the clock strikes, what is it tomorrow? Do we know? Is it two o'clock or three o'clock, Eastern Time? Where the free agent begins. Whenever like that happens, like Eastern, that's where the official visit begins. But everything's already been ironed out. That's just the photo op where you show everything. Yeah. So then
1: it's the moratorium where yeah. you can't actually agree to a deal, but you can negotiate. Right. That
2: you so can negotiate. just
1: if you got it, just a warning to all NBA players out there. I don't know if you read the CBA, but you can't actually agree to any deals. So that, the more that's the details
2: here. But to keep this moving, one of the things I wanted to talk about, we <laughs> <Sorry>. obviously believe, <laughs> is there anybody here on the panel that thinks that the Nuggets would not be better if they were to bring back Bruce Brown? And for whatever reason, it wouldn't make any difference.
0: Oh, it'd be an optimal outcome to bring him back. Yeah, Optimal. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I, I think I, on the scale, I think I'm on the side of it would actually be pretty substantial. Not, I don't think the Nuggets can't win a title if they lost Bruce right. Brown. But I do look at the roster and go, man, that's going to be razor thin and vulnerable. And you need some players that are unproven to play up to what your hopes are, which is always tough. When you're talking about a Zeke Naji, you're talking about a Peyton Watson, um, even a Christian Brown. Like you're, Then you're asking for health, the same that you had this year. You could, How well would you survive an injury to one of your starters that lasted a month or this or that? It gets really, really fragile. And on top of that, here's the other thing about Bruce. Have we seen the best of Bruce in Denver? If he does sign back next year, is it crazy to think that he might actually be better now just knowing the team better knows how to use him, that you have better chemistry, more confidence, better relationship? So I actually think I'm on the scale, the side of the scale that says it's kind of a big deal to get Bruce back.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, clearly the Nuggets' best bench player last season, and it wasn't really close for most of the year. This is easy to forget now for most of the year, the bench was a disaster for the Nuggets. And Bruce Brown was really the only bright spot consistently night in, night out. And so, yeah, of course, it would be a massive, massive loss. And look, if he goes to a team like the Lakers or the Mavs, a potential Western Conference playoff opponent
0: that like makes it even worse. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it would be a huge loss. The lineup versatility, it's a big hit in the regular season, but also especially in the postseason when it only drops to eight guys anyway. And with Bruce, it's, let's say Jamal isn't out there. Well, he is a ball handler. You could close with Bruce instead of KCP, which has happened for some reasons. As we know, you can close with Bruce instead of Michael Porter Jr. if you have to. So the flexibility in terms of what kind of lineups you can build, you can close with, even when you're already down to eight guys, Bruce is essential in that way. I mean, he doesn't just fill one hole. Right, he's a guy that he fills multiple needs off that bench, and he was one of the best bench players in the postseason. I and then to your point, uh, in the league, there
2: is a lot of like it's Western Conference teams that keep getting rumored to him. So it it, it would be one thing if it's like ah damn he went oh, to man, a team dude. he won't see to the finals too. Man, you might have to match up with
1: that. It would be such a smart move for the Lakers to sign Bruce Brown. It would be so smart because. You're stealing away the Nuggets six-man and just an integral piece of the Nuggets championship run. And you're leaving the Nuggets in a position where they really don't have an option to replace them. And if you're the Lakers, you've got to be thinking you're probably going to see the Nuggets down the road in the playoffs, potentially again next season. So um, besides just everything that Bruce gives you on the court, like if you're the Lakers, that'd be... That'd be a
0: smart move to sign him, I think. Be really shrewd. I do think there is a small dynamic of I'm more afraid of of the Nuggets losing him because they can't replace him than I am of facing him, and I don't no disrespect at all to Bruce, but I think he's coming off of a a perfect fit scenario where we saw some of the best of Bruce. He's
1: playing with Nikola Jokic. That's what I'm trying to say. He, he completes the
2: Nuggets. He completes he the Nuggets. He doesn't make the Nuggets. He completes, he completes them. them. And them. so I, it's the same thing. Would he complete the Dallas Mavericks? They feel like they need more to be complete. That's what I, right. So I think that's kind of what you're getting yeah, at. Yeah, like
0: Denver could beat a team with Bruce Brown. But the best version of Denver going into next season has burst, includes yeah. him. Yeah, There's no doubt. A lot.
2: Now here's what I want to get at, though, because we've talked about this a lot you know, over the last few days, but let's think long term here. Because the idea is, Denver, if they do resign him, it's almost certainly, I mean, let's just say almost certainly, if they resign him, it's a one plus one. You sign a new deal, it'd be $7.8 million with a player option for the year after that. So it gives him, I think, around $15, $16 million, somewhere in that range of guaranteed money. So if he played next year and got hurt or something happened where his stock completely tanked, he could opt in and still recoup a little bit of guaranteed money. But the idea would be he would sign the one-year deal, have a successful season, opt out, and then sign a new, longer deal with the Denver Nuggets at a bigger scale or with another team at a bigger scale, sort of what the opportunities present him this year. So there would be a one-year... When we talk about... With the difference between Bruce signing here is elsewhere. It's really about one-year risk more than it is about long-term money. It's the one-year risk that he might be at the apex of his value right now, and most players strike while the iron's hot. But if we talk about the Denver's long-term, well, first of all, next year, if you sign under that big deal, you're kind of locked in. It's fine. Denver can afford it. Their roster's already set. Are you sure they could afford it? What do you mean? Are you sure they wouldn't be
1: in the second tax apron?
2: But it doesn't matter because their roster is complete. They're not looking to add people. You go to that apron, and it doesn't matter. You're not... It takes away your flexibility to do some other things. But Denver doesn't need anything
1: if they get Bruce. They have their roster locked in. I know. I'm just saying with, like, a new Jamal Murray deal coming. But that's the future. I want to get to that. That's where I'm going. Yeah. That's where I'm I'm going.
2: Because, yeah, I'm trying to set for next year, if they did this deal without a promise, it was just like, come back for one more year, be a free agent, and we'll play it by year. I would say there's no risk to Denver. There's risk to Bruce, a lot of risk to Bruce. But there's no risk to Denver. If you gave a promise under the table, again, this would be illegal, but if you said, we're going to sign you to one year, and then after that, we're going to re-up you, then it comes into what you're talking about here, Harrison, where after next year, KCP has a player option. Jamal Murray would be in the final year of his deal, Denver probably looking to extend him and give him an enormous amount of money. That's where I look at two years from now, if that was your plan, I'm not certain that you are going to be committed to both Bruce and KCP.
1: Yeah. And that's why I've been thinking everybody's talking about, oh, you know, bring back Bruce and then you give the wink wink handshake agreement. Yeah, we'll re-up you. I don't think Denver can commit to that. Like, I don't know if Calvin can commit to that. I bet he can be like, yeah, like we'll try. That would be the plan, but I don't think you can promise something like that. Right. With why I bring it up. All the money that's already committed to Jamal Murray, Nicole Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron
0: Gordon, and KCP. And then also, you know, vested interest in Nuggets success aside, would not recommend that Bruce take anyone's wink week deal, you know, if I were his agent or his friend. Sure. Just say he's only made, I think, around 14 million dollars in his career anyway, to this point. Right. And he could take a mid-level from one of these teams, essentially double that with the option to still get paid again down the road so do you
2: think denver has any goodwill signing michael porter to an early max extension sticking not trading jamal murray when it was pretty clear he was going to miss at least one but probably two playoff runs do you think there's any goodwill and just also i mean this team does have a connected tissue to it like do you think there's anything where he would be slightly more inclined to do it or
1: slightly more inclined to believe that the nuggets would fulfill their promise I think the Nuggets are regarded as like an organization that does right by people and would be a team that you could trust with something like that compared to some other teams for sure.
0: Not how sure, not sure how dialed into this players or agents are, but also there has been a leadership change in the meantime, right? And I don't know if I would say there's a drastic difference, but is Calvin Tim, right? In terms of how he approaches this, I would say that's still up in the air. But he well, might be a little all, more cutthroat
2: Michael Malone could have been fired, wasn't, stuck with sure, the plan. Sure. Tim Conley, all this stuff. And so part of me thinks that this is more of a cronky thing. And I know everybody wants to hate the cronkies. One thing I'll say about them, whenever I ask people, you know, off record, not even needing like, hey, I need this or you know, you gotta gas him up because you know your pressure, one thing they do say is that they run this like a family business, meaning they really are right. And and they have. The proof is in the pudding again with sticking with Malone, sticking with Tim, sticking then going straight to Cal that they do sort of regard this as, hey, we take care of our people and we trust the plan and this or that. But I want to get back to the Bruce piece of this. KCP's older than Bruce by several years. I think KCP has no, shows no signs of slowing down, but he is at the age where two years from now he probably is starting to slow down. And is it crazy that Bruce might replace KCP as the starting shooting guard, not next season but the season after? Is, wouldn't that sound like maybe that's actually a good plan?
1: Um, I, I they're such different players, yeah. Like KCP is a shooting guard in the Nuggets Jokic ball offense, like Bruce Brown is kind of this jack of all trades, mm. plays a bunch of different positions. Um, I feel like that'd be a huge downgrade going from KCP to Bruce at the starting two. Um, you know, even in a couple of years from now, when KCP is you know two years older um i'm bruce will be 29 by then so i i don't i don't know if i like that what about if
2: i phrase it another way because christian isn't up for contract by then what if christian's the starting shooting guard and bruce is just the long-term six man who's really a six starter because yeah. of how it works because i think bruce would accept a bench roll if it was like hey yeah but you're playing 26 minutes a night the vote, what do you think about that one? Would that I mean, make sense to it, you?
0: I, I think these are viable paths. I think these are tenable sort of long term strategies. And again, goes back to what I like about Bruce is the sort of ideally you could bring him off the bench, but to the point you're, I think you initially, the initial question, I think you could start him if you needed to. I don't know if I would say it's ideal, but you could.
2: He could replace, but more to the point, he could replace KCP. Right, like we're not sure how long KCP will be here. I mean, but next year for sure. But after that, who
0: knows? But also, yeah. right, the way that these contracts are lining up, right, you're making this decision pretty early here. Right, like, there's somewhat of a gamble in right. promising, as you said, Bruce that wink week deal. Uh, so especially, it's just going to get tighter and tighter. I here.
1: mean, also, it's just like you tear your Achilles, the deal's off yeah that's just how it works man that's how that's it works the risk, so all
2: right let's take a break i just say all
1: that to say there is
2: a, we, we always think about next year next year next year but there is something too. what is denver's long-term planning could it actually be that bruce they look at it and say hey bruce is actually the replacement for kcp right. in short order and they'll just kind of switch r- roles or kcp moves on and it's a uh, revolving shark teeth yep. if you will uh to use a metaphor let's take a break on the other side guys Woj bomb coming in whoa Woj bomb coming in james harden on his way <laughs> out of
1: Philadelphia. <laughs> not, does not have to do with Bruce Brown. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to do with Bruce Brown. Um, guys, make sure to check out Ibotta. Ibotta, new partner here on the DMVR Nuggets podcast. You're probably asking what Ibotta is um I bought it is an app that you download from the app store and it gives you cash back on things that you probably already buy like groceries online purchases and more all you have to do is download the app and then you upload your receipt after shopping and then just log on watch your cash back grow uh so you can earn cash back on every shopping trip Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Uh, they give you real cash back, not just points like some other companies do. Uh, the average Ibotta user earns $120 a year in real cash back. That's just an extra 120 bucks for uploading a receipt. That's not bad. Um, so right now, Ibotta is offering our <laughs> listeners here at DMBR $5 for free. Just for trying Ibotta, when you use the code DNVR, when you register, so just go to the App Store or Google Play Store, download the free Ibotta app and use the code DNVR. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code DNVR dnvr by the
2: way rg made an hour long vlog of the entire finals that is up on the ibotta youtube youtube channel yeah you could check out an entire like he like his spotlights it's an hour long it goes through literally every game it's actually incredible the bar it's really dope game
1: fives the the game five chapter And he's got stuff from the parade in there, Parade too. chapter. Hmm. Yeah. So that's on the Ibotta YouTube channel. Go to so that after, can, this, uh, after yeah, this. after our show's over, go watch that. It's, it's pretty awesome. Kind love. Kind love. An official partner here at DNVR. One of the first dispensaries in Colorado, established in 2010. And they are known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. Authentic genetics patient grow techniques. One of the highest quality brands in Colorado as well uh they've got what we know as the turbo joint 0.7 grams a whole bud combined with 0.3 grams of turbo keef ridiculously potent and burns significantly smoother than other infused pre-rolls on the market you can visit one of the kind love stores in cherry creek or north denver mention dnvr get the dnvr exclusive discount that's 25 percent off all kind love flower pre-rolls, and their turbo joint line. Visit their website as well, kindlove.com. You can browse their entire menu. You can order online. You can also visit them in store. They, they are in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR. Get the DNVR exclusive discount, 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. All
2: righty, back here, segment two, and we have a Woj Bomb. Woj, the second greatest newsbreaker in the NBA world. We'll get to number one in just a second, but he says Breaking. 76ers guard James Harden is picking up his $35.6 million option and sides are beginning to work together and exploring trade scenarios, sources tell ESPN. It's expected that Harden has played his last game for Philadelphia. Now, we knew this was a very strong possibility. There were rumors in the season that while they were like, near favorites to win an nba title there was rumors that james harden was very interested in going back to houston which I, love,
0: is, I love the sixers man i
2: know honestly i'm telling you we will never get another win like this in our lives where <laughs> the two like rival takes you know like one plummeted you know oh, one oh collapsed God, in and on itself man. like that submarine and then the other one just flew uh, all the way to I the gotta say, I got to say,
0: this is pretty crazy to me that James Harden is just making an unceremonious exit, though. <laughs> I know. So unlike him, That's you That's know? crazy, man. Out of all the guys to do it, I never thought it'd be him. So At least they got the title first. So here's the
2: thing. A couple things here. One, Daryl Morey is well-versed in handling stars as they are forcing their way out. And it always feels like it's imminent that, okay, all right. He's going to have to trade him now this summer, and he always seems to find a way to wait to the last minute, sometimes halfway through a season before making a trade. So the Daryl Morey portion of this is going to probably be excruciating, and I know we'd all love an answer tomorrow. Might not come. Number two piece of this is, what do the 76ers do? <laughs> is this the trade where he goes to, like, Portland? Does, is they, like there was What was the report from Windhorse earlier in the week? Do you remember when he I was don't like, know. he said something like, I think Dame is just sitting there waiting on the seventy-six I mean the Blazers to oh, make yeah. their mind over yeah. whatever it was. <laughs> and it was like, so is this the trade? Is it Dame going to Philly? But more importantly, the process is officially dead. Are the seventy-sixers sneaky dead? Like what do you what do you make? What's I, your first thought when you hear this?
0: I actually think this puts them in a position to squirm and audible. Tyrese Maxey's really good. And Joel Embiid in the regular season, he's a very valuable player. <laughs> Some would say he's the most valuable player. In, in that setting, he might be. So they're not, and I honestly, I think Harden was as well as he has played, which is a little bit better than those who aren't watching might guess, the way he's talked about online. He is, of course, approaching, he's in the descent, right, of his career. And I think that there's a chance that actually spending more attention on Maxi and if you nail this trade, filling out the rest of your roster, you could be a slightly better team next year.
1: Whoa.
2: Dude. We all need a vote in our lives to give us the positive. Yo, spin man, you got like to
1: parachute into Philly and give a speech to a distraught Joel Embiid right <laughs>
2: yeah, now. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I'm almost ready to be like Sixers? My, My God. Honestly,
0: dude. here's what I'm saying. As someone who desperately wants this team to continue to lose, I'd have been stoked if they were like, no, <laughs> Harden's staying. Harden's staying. I'm like, you know oh, yeah, that team just wins next year. Sure. This
2: is a rare example. You're actually right. Where it's like, he's leaving. They are screwed. But like, if he was staying, Oh yeah, they
0: would have been screwed. No, but yeah, they have a chance now, is what I'm saying. Um, Whereas the last option, Wo- I would say Wo- no. Woj
2: follows it up and says the Clippers and Knicks are expected to be among the teams that'll engage with the Sixers. The Knicks, potentials. yeah, the Knicks. Well, I mean, they, dude, the Knicks have been trying to get a superstar for a long time, man. Oh, is Embiid going to play with Julius Randle? <laughs> no, 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 no. They're, they're looking. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's the piece? That would be hilarious. Oh,
0: my God. Get your Smug Life shirts now. I know.
2: We're feeling so smug. We're just straight uh, talking. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. Honestly, I <laughs> here's what I think of wind when I when I hear this. There's just going to be a lot of chaos, man. Because, like, not that I, I think. And the, we'll be live tomorrow as the NBA uh, trade deadline <laughs> <laughs> happens right here on this set. Um, because Harden, you know, like it could be a day move. You know, this could be some trade that lands Damian Lillard in Philadelphia as has long been rumored. Um it could and be... James Harden in Portland? I think it would probably <laughs> be more like a James Harden back to Houston and then Portland just starts the rebuild in earnest with one of the 18 lottery picks that the Houston Rockets have from the last three years.
1: Daryl Morey sucks. <laughs> Daryl Morey <laughs> is a fraud. <laughs> Who's going to have the hottest take today? Let's do it. <laughs> Daryl di- Morey We are a different show sold since the championship his soul. <laughs> For James Harden. He did. James actually... Harden walked off that plane in Philly. Daryl Moore was right there to give him that hug, take all those pictures. And what does James Harden do two years later? Leaves him out to dry. And See ya.
0: It's now so I'm going to opt
1: in and make you trade me. Yeah, opt into the deal. I made you trade for me once when you traded for me. When I was in Brooklyn, now I'm going to make you trade me again Oof. to where I want to go next. This is spicy. He has Daryl Morey around his finger, man. He really does. I mean, I think,
2: yeah, this is one of those ones where, like, every GM thinks they're friends with the players, you know? Yeah, and, then and that, like, in reality, Tim Connolly is actually
1: the only guy who's friends
2: with the players. <laughs> <It> actually is. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, that is, that, is, that is harsh, but it is interesting. Now, who's the funnier player to send back or funnier player? No, actually, let me ask it this way. James Harden goes to the Clippers, but you don't lose either of uh, Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. Does that that makes the Clippers funnier because it makes them even more <sighs> who they are, what they
0: are? <laughs> somehow, it's like, but like it Porzingis also, to Boston. <laughs> but
2: it also makes them better, right? Like their upside becomes ridiculously high. Is that possible, though? <laughs> know oh, I'm serious. <laughs> is it possible for their upside to be theoretically
0: better than what No, they, no, 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 re- no. Them to get Harden without including those two guys. James well, I mean,
1: Harden, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard is hands down the funniest team of all time.
0: Yeah. That is hilarious. You'd be Jim. like the only team ever where the conference finals start in 24 hours and no one knows where the best players are. <laughs> no one's heard from them in a week. Man, this is wild.
2: Um, All right, let's get in. As a way of doing this, though, I wanted to look at, <laughs> Power ranking the NBA. And now you oh, have a new nice. data point. I, well, I was going to do it because I wanted to do, let's power rank before free agency because it's going to be so wild. I think it'll make a good comparison to go left to right. Based on only the information we have right now, I task vote with making a top 10 Actually, list.
0: before this last. Before lasts. this. So now you're going <laughs> to So that's going to gonna be fun. Yeah,
2: uh, so this will be a fun one to go. But um, let's, let's start in your list. We're going to count back from 10. Is that the idea? Sure.
0: All right. Let's I care. don't know, actually. I haven't seen what producer Kale has <laughs> cooked up. Coming in at number 10 ears are ringing relevant as ever the Philadelphia 76ers now this was as is this was assuming that Harden comes back and I think like they're gonna win some regular season games again in that form I had them this low because as I said earlier sincerely meant it Harden and Embiid would never win a title I actually think they have a chance to move up on this list depending on how this trade goes. I
2: can't believe this. This is such a great take, man. This is great takesmanship. Thank you. I, I honestly it, believe it. <laughs> I know, but that's what makes it so great is it's I not, honestly believe It's it. crazy, but not crazy. Um, hold up a second. Sure. One thing about this that I forgot to get to in the previous section, there is a guy on Twitter who goes by dropping dimes, a.k.a. the amateur NBA analyst, definitely a 20-year-old but somehow knows everything that's going to happen in the NBA and has for a couple off-seasons now. And he just, this week, was tweeting out that James Harden was going to be traded, that he's going to opt in and and be traded. And here we are. And he tweeted out, I'm him. like He's right (laughs) about this now. Um, But the other Uh, thing he said was that Carl Anthony Towns was either going to go to the Suns. Was it Suns and Blazers?
0: I forget what he said. It was Suns and Blazers. Clippers? Does that sound right?
1: Just yeah. insert the usual yeah. five teams. Clipper Suns. Clippers sons. Clippers sons. I think were the Clippers
2: sons. So there you go. Um, kind of interesting. Just something that w- I, it's always weird when there's a random guy on Twitter that seems to have a great track record. Certainly a burner, right? This oh, is yeah. somebody's friends in the industry. that kind of knows everything that's going on, but it's at least funny that there's this guy for sure beating Woj to the punch on yeah, all of these sure. of these updates.
1: I mean, you know my thing about like. The big newsbreakers—they really don't know anything. Yeah, like somebody just tells them, so this is the same thing that was going on with the draft, you know, like oh, um, Brandon Miller, you know, he's going to go three. Scoot Henderson, like somebody just says something, and then everybody reports the same thing, and then somebody switches it up, and then everybody—it just yeah. never, mind, never mind. Do you? Let's go through a couple scenarios though with
2: with Philly real quick. Just sure. reckless speculation. Yeah, let's do it. Man. Pardon
1: for Dame. Are you I now? Just, I don't. Are they? Good I mean, now? Th- this really could be a blessing in disguise for Philly. Totally. That's what I mean. That's votes. Yeah, yeah votes. I mean, vote, I votes probably right with this.
0: Yeah, they would be better. They would be considerably better.
1: Considerably better.
0: I think actually I that agree. might be a bit much. That, Dude, you know what? You, might, you, you against, know what? Hang I on. I
1: you against the guy. Let you me did. think a little bit because
0: <laughs> you're going to run into some similar issues. Of course. That firepower's there. The one five is there. Uh, how's the defense? <laughs> yeah. How's the defense? How's the effort? And also you again, spam the pick and roll. Not a guy that <laughs> has won yet. So all that pressure and stuff and the and the questions would all still be there. So yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one. I would think they'd be a. Li- I think they'd be better, but not maybe not substantially better.
2: If you somehow it was like uh, for Paul
1: George, are the Seventy Sixers too good of a team for Lord to go to? Or no, are they no. are they right in the sweet spot? <laughs> I think I think they're right Where in the sweet they're spot. not uh, the they're, super team, but you, they're a, still a contender. By his logic, that's a perfect, perfect sweet spot. That's what I'm
0: thinking too. But I uh, also agree with Chat. I can't imagine the Blazers taking Harden, as you said, maybe part yeah, of a bigger win. That would be web. more of a yeah. framework
2: of a trade that sent him to somewhere else. But you know, who knows? I mean, yeah, Houston to me makes the most sense because Houston. They have too many... It's weird to say they do have too many prospects. They're going to cannibalize each other. So Why would
1: Houston want anything to do with James Harden?
2: Uh, sell tickets, man. This is Nate Jones had a big rant on Twitter <laughs> the other day about this. That What do we have there? Another new owner who promised to win championships immediately. That hasn't he's gone not very that well. He's not new, but... He's pretty new. Tell him for Tina. What, has he been there three years? Longer than
1: that, man. I mean, he was pre-pandemic, which was three years ago.
2: So maybe five years, but either way, he came in like, let me tell you guys how to win, and it's been terrible and he might be a guy that's like, man, five years of losing out on money. Like, no, I get James Harden in here. It to be an eight seed. Let's let's do this. Yeah,
1: I mean, you're not wrong. It'd just be a disaster. <laughs>
2: Bottom line, kind of money type thing. He also lost a lot of money in the pandemic because all of his restaurants were closed. I'm Remember sure that? he's okay. So, I'm sure
0: he's doing yeah, it all, right. all right. All I know <laughs> is that the some of these names and this team is in this position, and it's a position that many people suspected they'd been in when they hitched their wagon to James Harden. Yeah, and here we are. It's messy.
2: Um all right, I guess that was the Oh, I was going to say Paul George. If this was like a Paul George James Harden swap,
0: then Philly gets a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, Paul George, is a great player, and the Clippers get a lot and they have, worse. And they
2: have the perfect combo—the one, three, five—as
0: your stars. I I can't tell you that'd be a great How much money I would bet against a Kawhi James Harden team?
2: Ooh, <laughs> you know though, it's a it's that'd again, it's just the Clippers. It's like hey, it, man, the it Clippers could work. would do it. It could work.
0: They're like, yeah, that's it's like wins take. Some of these orgs are looking at Denver winning and going, yeah. It's a week top of the NBA. Let's triple down. Let's yeah, triple yeah, down. Let's triple we'll down. get our
2: third star. Okay. I love it. Let's go one more before we take a break.
0: Actually, oh. let's take a break. Let's take a break. Oh, we'll get to are the you sure? Because yeah. it's, it's timely. All right. Well, that's, we'll a that's, well, a that's a good tease. That's a good
1: tease. Volo Sports. Volo is the largest social sports company in the entire United States. And uh, we are in the uh, kickball league, I believe. Beer in hand. Kickball league. I think that's tonight. Thursday night. You playing? Tonight, no, I'm not. If there's a tornado, I've heard there might be a tornado. Oh yeah, there was a tornado as per usual these days. Um if you don't have a team, sign up as a free agent with the Volo Pass, monthly membership programs that gives you an unlimited access to sports events and social activities every night. You can get unlimited pickups and drop-ins and tournaments, $20 a month, minimum three-month membership or 200 dollars a year, and Volo has leagues throughout the entire city. Lodo, Rhino, Uptown, City Park, the Highlands, Sloan's Lake, Cherry Creek, DU, Englewood, Arvada, Aurora, Northfield, and more. If you did not sign up already, that's okay. Uh, A lot of seasons have started, but you can still get the Volo Pass. Start playing in leagues as a free agent today. Make sure to use code DNBR10 for $10 off at www.volosports.com slash Denver. At Illegal Pete's, they've got the best happy hour around. Uh, This episode of the DNVR Nuggets podcast brought to you by Illegal Pete's. It's your go-to spot this summer. Like I said, the longest happy hour around 3 to 8 p.m. every single day at all 12 Illegal Pete's locations. Uh, You can also wear your Nuggets gear and get a house marg or draft beer for free with the purchase of an adult entree. They got a great patio at most Legal Pete's locations as in- well. They have
0: an inside too, in case there's a tornado. They have a
1: large inside as well. Um, the one on Colfax, they got that upstairs area too. T- t- tons of seating, tons of seating. Um, Three to eight p.m. happy hour every single day at all twelve Legal Pete's locations. <laughs> Check them out. Great food, great drinks, and Legal Pete's. <laughs>
2: the chat's <laughs> cracking. Yeah, yeah this, this is such a great
1: day for for the chat. This oh. is a great day in the NBA. It's just a, this these is these are the funniest ones. A peak day in the NBA. Um, This league, the league that sucks, except for the
2: Nuggets. Jake Fisher is reporting that you know talks have early talks between the Clippers, which have been going on this week, reportedly, uh, have been centered (laughs) (laughs) have been centered around um, Marcus Morris and I'm trying to find the other name he put in there, but it did not. Oh, Norman Powell. Yeah, I don't think
1: that's making the 76ers better.
2: Here's the thing, though, man. Sometimes your hands are a little bit tied. We're talking about a what thirty-something-year-old point guard who has, you know, issues in terms of fit. Is he going to make a long commitment to too many plays? Like, what is the value of a guy who's basically forcing his way out? It's
1: uh, this is called to a one dis- team apparently to sell tickets.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm just saying <laughs> this is this is something of a distressed when? asset bang, bang, where bang. there might be one team. Maybe it's a Portland. That, like, wants the deal in and say, like, hey, this is the deal. And every other team is offering 50 cents on the dollar because they're like, I don't know if Harden's going to be here for more than a year, man. We don't want to give up the farm for one year of a disgruntled, half-assed James Harden, which is probably what you're going to get. Oh, my God. Probably what you're going to get.
1: I, I mean, all, all we need now is the Phoenix Suns to jump in Oh, let's go, yeah. Just snag a meeting.
2: Oh, man. keep <laughs> you imagine Katie gets there and then he ends up with Kyrie and Harden again? He's like, God damn it. Um, but. <laughs> But, no, here's the other part of this. Let's say the deal is something like that where it's not any one player, but sure. it's a collection of role players. My hot take for this offseason was that I would not be surprised if, we, if Embiid does not finish next year on the 76 So
1: could this be a redux of what happened in Brooklyn? It could be, where he's just where the first to leave. Kyrie then, gets out, yeah. KD gets out. Does Embiid? I love my life
0: right now. <laughs> yes.
1: The Does is Embiid yes. preemptively demand a trade before this hardened trade can go through, so he gets out first? I'm
2: just saying. I don't know. I don't think preemptively. <laughs> I don't think preemptively. But vote. Don't you feel like if the
0: return is. Norman Powell. And oh, a. Like absolutely. And
2: he looks around and is like, guys, I'm getting clowned for my playoffs. Like, He's
0: also online enough that win yeah. might be right. He might not wait. Yeah. <laughs> he might just be like, you know what? I'm not doing this. Yeah. Here's my fit. Trade me too. Yeah. So that there, that's possible, which is even before this latest Woj Bomb, it's why this list was obviously very difficult, uh, but particularly for a team like Philly, which in my opinion is volatile or, or could go in myriad directions right now. So
2: don't you also feel like with Daryl Morey, I mean he's not he's no dummy. You want to extend your career there in, in Philly. That's a very analytics friendly ownership group. There might be a like, look, man, they want to force us to trade him for Dame. I don't think it's gonna work. Why don't we trade him to Houston? We're gonna get, you know, we're gonna get Jalen Green and uh, and and all two or three of these guys, you know, we're gonna get um Jabari Smith. And that makes no sense with Embiid. So we got to trade Embiid too, and then we're going to do the same thing where we get—we're just going to start the process over. Only this time, Daryl Morey at the helm. <laughs> hey, man, I'm the guy that can finish the process. Oh my! God. After I
0: started over again.
2: Started over? I'm just saying, man. That seems more like. I'm just saying, my take on Embiid. I, I'm feeling pretty good about. I don't know if it's going to happen. Bang, bang. All right, let's get back to the, the list.
1: Hold on. The Clippers could roll out a starting five of James Harden. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Russell Westbrook. <laughs>
2: that could I don't be think you can get over there five. I can't get all of those guys there, man. There's oh, no way.
0: Oh. Uh, three
1: of them are already there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they could. They could. All right. So another team that could this change. That could go in man. a lot of different directions. But is near Philly in terms of seriousness right now for me, and that is the Los Angeles. I can't Clippers. believe you have
2: these guys nine ten. Unbelievable. <laughs> Too low? I, I mean, just hilarious that they're back-to-back. Just they is, belong together, they I think, really do. somehow. They're, they really do.
0: Spiritually, they're in in a similar boat, I think. Doc Rivers, you know, there's they're, a through line. There's just something there. Um, Yeah, the Clippers, could they win a bunch of games? Sure. I'm sure Kurt Kirk, Kirk Goldsberry's working on the piece right now. But <laughs> I don't think they're going to win wait, a title. Wait a so. second. Somebody
2: just brought this in the chat, and I think that there's... <laughs>
0: you like that one? <laughs> that was good. Here, here's something that somebody
2: just brought up. All right, Harden goes and you don't get the return that you want. The only thing you can do is sell him and you get the, you know, the poo-poo platter from Houston of young prospects, which are good, but it's long term. Is there any chance that Embiid actually gets traded to Portland? We keep thinking Dame's going to leave. What if it's just, the, you know what? Scoot Henderson got scoop for you. And I don't know what all the young way is. is it Simons, we got some young guys here. We'll send your way. That would suck. That's the actual doomsday scenario. I would not like that the, one. Now
1: that's just the West just somehow Dude, gets playing all Playing Embiid four times a year, that'd be fun as hell. It would be fun. And that'd that rivalry
0: fun. is real. That'd be fun. <laughs> Damon and Damon, Damon Embiid combined for 100 and for a loss. For that to
1: happen, though, I really feel like Embiid has to look at this situation and be like, trade me. I, I feel like that would have to be the first domino. He, he's just got to be like, I'm, I'm out of here. Portland's track record of... And it- then Philly as a city... You know, just yeah. goes up in flames. P- Portland's track record
2: of um, big men with entry problems not great. Good, <laughs> That's point. A good point. That would be a little concerning, but you know what? Can you do? All right, let's uh, keep moving here. Number eight <laughs> right.
0: on the list: the Golden State Warriors. Man, this one's wild. <sighs> this I this one's tough. I have no. I have really struggled on where to put these guys. I don't think they're suddenly a joke. I think they can beat a lot of teams. I think Steph has actually moved back up for me in terms of my best in the world rankings, yeah. rightful kind of top three spot. I I gave them Draymond in this exercise. Let's assume Draymond comes back. I do not like this idea of starting Chris Paul, and especially if it means Looney to the bench. <laughs> and I think some of it, the, there was this beautiful balance Golden State once had, and I think they're slowly becoming more of a hope the shots go in kind of top heavy team and so there's a high ceiling on that but i also think there's a kind of low floor on this team curious what i've, you guys I've told you guys my take privately i'll say it publicly i think this is going to be a
1: disaster chris mm. paul to the warriors i think this season either ends with chris paul either not on the warriors or out of the rotation completely like i think it's going to be a disaster yeah I think that this is a team that has
2: all of these teams so far all three of them have great potential to rise or fall in the coming week. Right. Based That's on exactly. What like yeah. Draymond Leaves like okay like what are we doing here? Um or they make a crazy trade where it's like Clay Thompson gets traded and it's a whole new James Harden. <laughs> Imagine the Warriors tried to extend the dynasty by getting a James Harden and Chris Paul to round out their roster to replace <laughs> Let's get weird. So I think these teams anyway have have a
0: Good chance to change, right? Yeah, these are all, I think, this is a pretty malleable list, especially in the next 24 hours. How about some Sacramento Kings respect? Man, I look at this. I can't say I nice. see them winning the title, but, man, at a certain point, they won all those games last year. That was their first playoff series. They almost beat that Warriors team. Oh, They'll probably be a little higher on that list if they get Bruce Brown. Um, So I, they're more mature now, you know, and maybe that honestly might have been the difference between them. And beating Golden State, so yeah, I'm going to show the Kings some respect. I don't know if I'd say bona fide contenders, fella, but I'm going to put them on this list. I got them at seven.
2: All right, I. All
0: right, it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I mean, I they could be good. They're a good team, man. They're a good team. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not overlooking them. Is what I'm trying to do here. Yeah, coming in at number six, the loss. Angeles Lakers now I hear if they get Bruce Brown I should move them up to one or (laughs) two. but for now they don't have
2: them you're referencing Anthony Irwin's tweet yeah that was a perfect tweet it really was what tweet he Anthony Irwin yesterday said something like if Bruce comes to the Lakers, I have those two teams as equals or oh, something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Like, I screenshotted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Of course he did. My guy, Anthony, it was so I love you, man. Because it, when it came on June 28th, which is like the best time for that kind of reckless. Yeah. In between June 25th <laughs> and <laughs> July 7th. Great <laughs> reckless speculation
1: type tweet. Uh, also, yeah, whatever.
2: I, here's why it was great. I think
1: that came on the heels of me saying Bruce would be the Lakers' third best player yeah. and me getting ratioed for that. You got
2: ratioed? How Oh, hilarious. oh, yeah. oh who, yeah. Who do they think it was? Reeves. They think he's better than Bruce Brown? I clearly, I Yeah, like clearly. To ratio you? Like, my God. Here's why it's a perfect tweet. Because it pits us against ourselves. Because then you want them to do the, like, he's not that good, but he's our guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it makes you... It's it's good. It like actually twists you in a little bit of a nut that I thought. You know what, Anthony? It's so good at being a troll.
0: I think the Lakers did make the conference finals. I think they legitimately improved. I also You think they improved? Um from the trade deadline last season to the oh, okay. like they became oh, okay. a team that I think should be somewhere in this area of the list. Plus, but it's hard to say, guys. I mean, we've got to see how LeBron recovers. I saw that we'll wave Mo Bamba well, today. Well, yeah. How does LeBron recover from that foot surgery, too? Yeah. But
2: no, but you're missing actually the real detail. Did you hear? Very motivated.
0: Oh, is he? Oh, that's right. He's very motivated. Well, he is the son. Be- because Michael oh, he's Malone has been talking that everything. shit,
2: and he is very motivated. Yeah. Last year, he wasn't as motivated. Some people
0: say that that was the difference between the sweep and a series win. Motivation. <laughs> Motivation. <laughs> that was all they were missing.
2: Um. <laughs> we're talking such shit about the lakers yeah we I, can right now here's the funny thing though about it man lakers is health i know it's annoying but that team got healthy at the exact right moment last year only to get swept in the conference finals like the odds of them somehow making it equally as far being more rested probably, more healthy. probably
0: true man i'm definitely not scared of them but i think i don't think that run was a, a total fluke I honestly think they improved a lot. Coming at number five. They had a pretty easy road, too. uh, Not sure what to do with this one. I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. Man, that's kind of low. It's low. They did lose in the first round, but also Giannis did hurt his back. But also... Are we getting stale vibes in Milwaukee? Yes. Well, it, it seems well, we like there's, coach, some,
1: uh, there's some panic about potentially yeah, losing Brook Lopez. Oh, and Brook, yeah.
0: And Chris Middleton, who's expected to I think come Middleton back, will go back but, but did decline. I'm giving the Middleton in this exercise.
2: Brook Lopez already has his championship, so he's probably not chasing, but it would be awfully fun to have him in Denver as a backup. He's uh, coming yeah. for a Jeff Green role.
0: I think the Bucks are <laughs> he's so uh, good.
2: He's good. He'd be a great backup. He's too good for
0: that, but I, yeah, I think there's some potential staleness coming Milwaukee's way, and I don't know if I'm a role player. The next time Giannis makes like a milkshake joke, and yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, dude, that's fine. Um, are you? I kind of,
2: I sneaky like that pick, even though I would have him higher, like a lot higher. But no there's, f- there's disaster potential for the Bucks. First time I've, I'll say that in the Giannis era.
0: There's disaster potential for this pick, but I respect the record <laughs> across the years and the playoff wins, I put the Miami Heat in the top four. Wait, Heat culture Dude. came in fourth? Heat culture comes in fourth. You know they're going to be a first round out next I year. I know, man, <laughs> especially once I put them in the top four. I was like, yeah, they're going to be bad. I don't know. But, I
2: just feel like Embiid makes them better. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: I got ahead of myself. Yeah, you're getting ahead of, ahead of yourself. <laughs> I do think, though, you there is a little bit of you step back at the last four or five years. Got to put a little respect on this Heat org, man. You do have to respect them. They, they have gotten there twice. They've been in the mix just about every time. Yep. So is this a is this maybe a bit ambitious? Sure. But I was not gonna put the bucks ahead of them, man. I can't do it. They just beat the bucks in the first round. Not doing it. <laughs> Number three. High ceiling. Hold, hold on, hold oh, on. I'm sorry, oh, man. Sorry. You got it. Damn no, it. We
2: gotta take bad. a break. We gotta come back on the other side with the top three. Well, Who could it be? We don't know. You'll never know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Guys, check out FOCO. Pronounced like Fort Collins, but it's F-O-C-O. They're, they are a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. They have a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, bobbleheads. They also have a whole Nuggets championship line, championship edition stuff that you gotta get for history. Um, Foco always has our back for Colorado Sports. They have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all non-presale items. You can use the promo code DNVR for 10% off. Uh, again, FOCO, they are officially licensed with all the major leagues. So this is, you know, legit stuff. Um, a lot of our set decorations came from FOCO. They, they even donated a few awesome pieces for our set. So go show these guys some love. Go to FOCO.com. Use the code DNVR. 10% off all non-presale items. We back? Yep. All right. The top three of
2: VOTE's power rankings pre free agency these things are fluid changing by the second
0: honestly i
1: already hate this pick
0: but i'm putting the phoenix suns in the top three. Oh wow well they did get a lot of superstars they, they have did. a lot i'd of probably
1: superstars. bump them down if they do get Kyrie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> honestly like Kyrie. No, I'm, I'm you're serious. right man. Kyrie would be like uh um somehow and i'm not sure how they are rumored to have interest in carl anthony towns rumored to have interest in damian lillard rumored to have interest in Kyrie irving i don't know how this works you guys i'd it doesn't. Well seem you like, should
1: check the CBA. Should Pro- check it's the probably CBA. in there somewhere.
2: It would be hilarious though, you have to admit, if they traded Aiton for like Cat or Kyrie or just some other doesn't like, screw the fit, screw any of this guys. We just hate Aton, Get him out of here.
1: I mean, isn't so that, that surprising? Like that's kind of the way they're trending. Just get the biggest star possible, get the biggest name possible, and figure the rest out later. As in like tomorrow.
0: Which is what the Suns have done to some extent, to a pretty large extent here. So I have a lot of questions about that team, how they would fill it out, playoff rotations, playoff matchups, all that good stuff. But I am going to at least put some respect on the talent they've amassed, particularly Devin Booker, who I think is just so much further up my list of guys I respect and fear than he was before that playoff series. He's really good. I will say they Except are, in like game sixes. Yeah, I mean, he's not Jokic. Close out games. Not Jokic, but he it, is amazing.
2: Forget the name, because it's always going to be the Lakers for me, but forget the name on the jersey. If you just say, you know, all teams are just random, whatever names, they're really building a hateable team. I mean, I bet Bradley Beal's not, I think,
0: is. There aren't a lot of Bradley Beal stands. Yeah, out there. not
2: a lot of Bradley Beal because he's, he's the type of guy that seems to not really be that invested in whatever fan bases cheering his name so this is a pretty hateable team and if they added a Kyrie or a cat i'm not sure which one i would hate more i think it's cat man i think if they got cat i would be even i'd be like man this is too perfect i hate the squad
0: very the nuggets will beat him. very hateable speaking of hateable teams kale can we pull up the list number two the boston celtics man you're giving them number two status i'm giving them number two now i hated doing this and i I want to point out that by trading Marcus Smart for Chris Taps Porzingis, they traded arguably the only player who's wanted to be in Boston in the last 15 years <laughs> for a guy that no one likes. They traded a guy with the most dog in him for the oh, guy with the, the least, least dog, dog in him. Yeah, right. I that's, do think it's a very talented roster. Correct. And I think if well coached, they could put themselves right back in the finals. The East is what, Wind? What would you say? I mean, is it competitive, the East? Is it Is it the better conference? Terrible. It's terrible. So the the Celtics could very well be right back in the finals. But I do want to acknowledge the low floor on the culture, the locker room, the dog in them. I have questions about the Boston Celtics, but What they're
2: you, number two. What is their combustibility factor? Because I thought it might come this
0: offseason. I think it's high. That's a good way of praying. So it might yeah. be a
2: team that like comes in with all the hype, but by February, it's like,
0: which one's getting traded? Missoula's lost yeah. the locker room again. December <laughs> skid. Chris Steps He's Porzingis stands up, up to out. give a speech. Oh, God. Tatum starts talking about what Kobe once said, and everyone's like, I don't need, you know I, what I mean? Yeah. Like, what, what are we doing are we here? Doing here? <laughs> Having said that, they're number two. <laughs> you you nailed this, man. You crushed this. All Having right. said that, they're number who's number one well who are we kidding let's see didn't we just hold a tournament to decide this very thing (laughs) you even used the word tournament which is my favorite word you say the nba champions the best team in the league the best starting five in the league it runs through the mile high city baby the denver nuggets
2: do you agree with this list more or less are the nuggets at this very moment the best team in the nba
1: yeah well, like, I'm just saying, like, clearly, we a,
2: well, we have a draft. You have players that are leaving it or aging oh, out or whatever. Clearly, you know, I don't even happened. think it's I'm with you, a man. source of
1: discussion. I'm like, with you. They are so clearly. I would even go as far as to say the Nuggets are in a tier of their own. Oh, I love it. They, they are, are in tiers a to tier, this. They're of the their, tier The their own. They just tier. went 16 and four. Yeah, One of those was in overtime. In the playoffs. Yeah. One of those was in overtime. Two of those the entire team was sick for. The other one was a ridiculous shooting game. Um, they didn't lose an honest game this entire playoffs (laughs) they rolled through the playoffs they bring their entire starting five maybe their top six back maybe their top eight back next season they're in a tier of their own i love it i kind of feel the same way and now here's what's fun
2: about it bring that list back up kale i expect that when we look at this list next wednesday or thursday whatever it is ahead of us heading out to summer league when most of the decisions have been made and most of the players have been traded or what have you. I have a feeling that this list will look absurd by that point. Do you expect that or do you think we always overestimate how many
1: trades get, ha- or get made? You know what I mean? We always overestimate that. I don't know. I think it could look pretty similar. Like who not on this list could get bumped up? Portland if they get Embiid? I mean, what a wild...
0: I'm telling you, that's
2: like... Nobody's reporting this or rumoring it, but it would be a wild chain of
0: events that somehow happened. But yeah, teams that are kind of close... I mean, how close... The Thunder, I like the Thunder. How close is Dallas to this? How close is Dallas to 10? Let's say Kyrie goes back to Dallas. They're close. I mean, they're close to the Clippers, you know,
1: as the Clippers currently stand. Right. The Clippers aren't that good. Like, that's just the bottom line. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, so yeah, Dallas, I, New Orleans was the trendy pick, but I mean you can't you can't put any eggs in that basket right now. And then people, I saw some people in the chat were asking about Memphis. I just don't know what to do with them right now. Jaws suspension. Oh, I forgot about Memphis. I, I kind of just left them off this list, but I, I mean it's I, not the worst. I mean that makes sense. Th- they could figure it out. You know what I mean. So I don't want to just pretend they don't exist. Maybe maybe the Wolves are right on the on the bubble as well.
2: I, I was gonna say let's go to the sta- uh, Let's just go to some of the teams that were left off. I mean, you didn't have Cleveland on here,
0: which is they a, were close. The, I almost the, put them in over Philly. You
2: know, they're a good team and, and young. You know, they could do something. Brooklyn's kind of an interesting one. I don't think they'll be great right away, but they're they have they're a team that might be one trade away from all of a sudden. You're like, hey man, this kind of makes sense
0: and could make a trade. James you Harden know? back to Brooklyn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> back. Did you guys see the uh, news out of Minnesota that happened during the show? No, what was it? Um they did not give a qualifying offer to Nikhil Alexander Walker. Okay. So like he was going to be a restricted free agent. Now he's not. Okay. And it seems like they are pivoting to having the full mid-level. Okay. As option A.
2: So they, they might even be a
1: Bruce target. They might be, which might mean Nikhil Alexander Walker could be out there to we be swap
2: had. Nikhil, and i mean i like Nikhil, but i don't i don't know that he checks the boxes denver has they would have a great defensive lineup but man how would that lineup up he's tour? just a poor man's bruce he didn't handle enough though and honestly no, he, he does he the does. other thing is is his shot selection was always crazy until like the playoffs of last he's year he's not a good
1: shooter yeah
2: but, but he's he just he he's just a defender <laughs> that's the yeah. that's how yeah. you get to have a crazy shot selection i, d- I don't know i would
1: not i don't know he i think length. i think that would be a very nice Uh, fallback option if they do lose swapping anything like that is always weird especially with Tim Conley just he takes Bruce it'd be like oh my god it'd be so bizarre I mean he he Alexander Walker seems like the best possible guy in my opinion if they do lose Bruce come
2: all right well that wraps it up for today guys tomorrow you know it is free agency we've been doing all the speculation stuff it starts to get real tomorrow and we will be live uncertain what time at the moment so, stay tuned, you know keep an eye on on, on the youtube channel we 'll make the announcement, um, but it will be going live right around the start of free agency because that 's when all the news happens, and it should be a good one we 're hoping hoping that we get bruce news don 't mate dude it 's Fourth of July weekend, man, Bruce, come back. are you an American even come back come back to Denver, do it early. we all go have a barbecue over the weekend. What do we got?
0: Uh, super chat wise? <laughs> Sam, can you explain the rule? Why we're maxed out on what we can offer Bruce Brown? I get they're maxed by non-bird exception rates, but can they not offer more than the exception and go further into the tax and apron?
2: No, it has nothing to do with the tax apron. It has nothing to do with that. When you sign a player the way that Denver did last year with the one plus one, there's just a limit on what, I think it's 120% raise is the most you can offer off of the current deal. So Denver can only offer him a certain amount of money. It comes out to 7.8 million. So it has nothing to do with the apron, nothing else to do with all of that. You're just limited And it's to prevent to
0: stars from doing like wink winks. Yeah, right? I, th- I think I think that's
2: actually the idea because if you because I was thinking about this very thing as well, but you would end up just getting a lot of yeah, well I'm going to the Lakers on a tiny deal and then the year after that they can sign me in using right. their bird rights. Yeah, right, you can't right, do that. Right. So so that's the reason why. Um all right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Avoid the tornado. Oh, what we'll a see show. you tomorrow.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. We're getting ha-